Okay, I read it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. You specify out loud. Uh, could you read it to the listeners, please? Oh. In the creative process, there are two separate and equally important mentalities. The daydreamers who synthesize new combinations and the pragmatists who stress test new ideas. This is the marriage of two such people. The recordings are not rehearsed. The ideas are real. This is pitching ideas with wifey. Hi, wifey. I'm wifey. Hi, wifey. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. You could have warned me you started recording, you know, buddy. Well, you are reading comics right now. Yeah, well, you could have warned me. And? Um, mm-hmm. This episode is about podcasts. Okay. And in order to keep things, trying to find our format i've sh- shortened our ideas down to three ideas i'm gonna have For a podcast talk with you with okay um first i would like you if you're feeling up to it because you look tired as all hell <laughs> i would like you to tell me what a podcast is and how the various formats are you couldn't coach me ahead of time with the answers to these questions. I don't know what the hell a podcast is. It's a recording of stuff. Okay. That you put out to the universe. Okay. That's all I got. What's if you're discussing if you're giving comparisons to somebody else, what would you say it's like? Ours is sporadic, like the sound you make when you step on something cold and wet in the dark. Um the Hey, I Got an Idea Show, guys. It's got a bit of a format, but they get totally off the rails and then eventually bring it back. Mm-hmm. They're, they're funny. Okay. Um, I do like the Ted Ed conversation ones where they talk about, like, different stories from, like, Greek mythology and the histories of, like... Galileo and all that kind of stuff. Like, I enjoy those. Okay. And those are basically education-based, but at the same time, a little ASMR. Okay. A little bit. Uh, what about the last one we just heard? The Dirty Old Ladies? Yes. That was funny. So I asked him, are they really old? He goes, yeah, one's as old as you. And I was like, eh! <laughs> <laughs> That hurt. Yeah. You bastard. Okay. What about uh, our favorite one? The Magnus? That is a podcast. The Magnus Archives. Oh, I love it so much. It's a horror podcast. And it's not like ours, where you're like in the real world. It's... It's in the real world in the sense that they use places that you can see. Mm-hmm. They use real existing places, but the Magnus Institute itself doesn't really exist. Okay. Or does it? Um, so basically, the main person is kind of like a librarian. They call him the archivist. And he is recording statements of paranormal activity throughout London and, like, the upper Europe area. Okay. They don't really stray into the U.S. just because... They had one episode of a statement, but not with... They don't uh, actually investigate because they're based in London. They can't exactly have the right connections over the pond. Yeah, because, you know, Americans. Um... Basically, it's a horror podcast, and it's so awesome, and you should totally listen to it. I, I'm i not scared of it. It doesn't scare me, but it's beyond entertaining. It's enthralling. Yes. Because every time there's a new episode, we listen to it like that. Was that too loud? Kind of, the yeah. snap? Did yeah. that scare you? Are you going to have to mess with that? No. <laughs> I put my fingers at half a centimeter from the phone, and I was going to do it again. Okay. Based upon these podcasts... Oh. Yeah. Um, and our podcast. Mm-hmm. What do you think the larger ecosystem of podcast making is? What? Okay. 
Um, when you when you go to look for podcasts online, there are most most of them right now are just basically talk shows. Okay. You have people who you interview others. Uh, actually, about ninety percent of the podcasts are people interviewing other people. Okay. And then you have like stuff like. The Mangus Archives, which, which is, is the entertainment podcast, a storytelling podcast. Okay. Then you have uh, TED, uh, uh, the TED uh, Talks, which is still storytelling, but they, it's educational. Yes, they 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 bring they give. Then you've got Hey, I Got an Idea Show, which is basically just letting their brains splatter all over the speaker. Yeah, they're basically brainstorming. <laughs> That, Out loud. That, that's why I like that because that's what what the uh, what brainstorming is when you walk into a writer's room, and that's you have two people. You just go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Reason why I ask you for uh, I tried. Uh, I wanted to set your mind up for what I was going to talk about. That's, okay. Because podcasts can be like ours, informal. Very informal and cheap, but it can also be very professional too, on various scales. So, um, you may not have heard of uh, a Critical Role. I have not heard of, uh, heard, uh, actually listened to, or watched the video uh, podcasts of Critical Role, which is based uh, a group of voice actors playing D and D. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like Rusty Quill Gaming? Yes. Right? Yeah. Rusty Quill is the company name that makes the Magnus Archives. Yep. They also have what's called our... Uh, Rusty Quill Gaming, uh, the Outliners, which is they actually do for uh, some actual institute in London for like history and all that. And yeah. then so Rusty Cool Gaming is basically a them, podcast of a D and D session. They they do various games. That's cool. So maybe one time they'll do uh, Mousetrap. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> Never actually works, but I like that game. Yeah, uh, but they do various gaming uh, games. That was back when you had to pop all the pieces of the game out of the plastic thing it came in. Now it's just you know scan this code on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that shows my age. <laughs> no, what would really show your age if you had? Uh, we talked about this. Zebet, uh, galvanized uh, uh, trink, <laughs> uh, board game trinkets. Wow! If they were giving off uh, low levels of radiation. Yes, <laughs> you're an ass. Um, but here, the reason why I told so why you, I won't tell them my real age. Reason why I told you about. Uh, uh, critical role is that mm-hmm. I think uh, when I first saw people posting about critical role on Twitter, I had the idea of of this. It's uh, dual D and D campaigns, two separate campaigns, mm-hmm. podcasts. The thing is, though, they don't know that the GMs interact with each other, so. What happens in one game? The what? The what interact the, with each other? Uh, game master GMs. Oh, I thought it was DM. That too. Okay, I was okay. Go. I've never played D and D. Don't judge me. So the dungeon master in one session, who's actually having a podcast, and another uh, a dungeon master in another session playing a separate one actually contact each other and inform each other's progress. They don't market it like this. So towards the end of each pod, uh, each of their indiv- separate podcasts, they actually reveal that the consequences in one game or the other actually affect the other's games. So they're basically playing in, in the same world or in, gotcha. in the same area so if somebody throws a bomb and it makes a big ass crater, and then the next time the game is walk, the next group of people are walking around, they come across a huge crater and they don't know why it's there. Yes, smart. That was like, or we let we read online that 
but it's kind of hard. You kind of have to make sure that they're both marketed separate, but uh, that have has to be kept with kind of like a limited. Stop that phone! A kind of limited uh, interaction on giving hints. Yeah. Um, do you remember we read online that this guy's character was actually two dwarfs in a coat? Yes. And that, that's why he kept asking you where the hit landed yep. on his character every time yep. he rolled, because then eventually one of the dwarfs died. Yeah. And not even the dungeon master knew that he was two dwarves in a jacket. <laughs> I thought that was fucking funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The next one uh, idea is when I was thinking about how I can produce a podcast. What other resources for a person like me would do a podcast? Mm-hmm. Mwah! Mm-hmm. So, um, you go to a music store. Now, some more upscale music stores have soundproof booths for teaching lessons. Yes, I know. For allowing you to listen to the music without interruption. Yes. But this could also work for podcasting. So, if... I don't know if this is already happening. Um, I haven't talked to anybody. Most of these ideas are actually without any research. Um, so, I don't know if I'm being, uh, having kleptonesia or what. Okay. Um, but... What I, what I was thinking of is like how uh, uh, music stores, music instrument stores, but also uh, uh, radio, uh, uh, music purchasing stores. Yeah. Like uh, Empire, uh, Empire Records, mm-hmm. where they have their own booths. No, I understood. Yeah. They can rent out for a little while. You can also have lessons to do podcasting or even do uh, certain serial things for making sure that if a person is doing a journalist podcast, they they have lessons that teach them how to discern facts and keep things neutral. Yeah. And the third one, the third idea... um, Actually, wait, let's back up a bit. Uh, to go along with the music store, podcasting store, mm-hmm. is to have, like, how uh, sponsored by certain podcasting streams. Mm-hmm. Like how we do CastBox. Uh-huh. There's also Stitcher, uh, Podbean, I- iPhone, uh, I mean, uh, iTunes. iTunes we can't really get onto because... That costs like money to actually sign up to put on. You are just tired. It's not my fault. I'm supposed to be tired. I'm I'm gonna be working for another six days. Just because I'm sleepy doesn't mean you can't be sleepy. I'm sleepy because I haven't had caffeine in like two days. Yeah, we had. To and cut now it. we cut soda out of our budget, so. I'm going to be very bleh for a while, okay? So zip it. You're going to go with withdrawals and start shaking and foaming at the mouth. No, 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 no. Give me, give me some soda. I'm pleading with you. I'll do anything. I'm still going to be drinking soda at work. That's because that's free. But that doesn't have any caffeine in it. I drink root beer at work. What are the 12 steps of uh, addiction? I don't fucking know. I've never been addicted to anything. That I quit. You're not a quitter. (laughs) I'm not. I tuck it through until death. So, is that the last of the ideas? Um, That was two of the ideas. The third one I had on the list was actually discussing our format. Do we have a format? We do have a format. I think we're sporadic. We are sporadic. We have a general... No, not we. You have a general idea of how you want to do each episode and how you want it to go, and then I come in and drop tiny little bombs of fuck no. Okay. Let's that's discuss. our... That's our... Let's discuss that. Do you F-bombs. want... Do you want to discuss your... What your ideas of what 
you want this podcast to be like, or do you want me to... I have no expectations. You have no expectations. Because I don't do anything like this. Yeah. I don't use any of the services that you just listed. Mm-hmm. The only thing I use my phone for is Facebook, mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. Kindle, mm-hmm. and asking Google stuff. Okay. So I am on the smaller spectrum of internet access, which is why I don't go through my data. You, on the other hand, have probably Wait. more apps on one page than I have in my phone. Yeah. Okay. Unless... Um, your current, so I have no expectations at all. Your current addiction actually is webtoons. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> it was an accident. I'm sorry for getting it to It had nothing to do with you. Oh. You are the sexy two. It's a porn comic. Oh, uh, Ola, Ogloff? Ogloff. Ogloff. Yeah, you like <laughs> A-G-L-A-F. <laughs> I'm currently reading it. It's rated? Adults only. Yes. Like... No joke. Okay. It's very famous, too. It, within the circles. <laughs> of the adultness. No, I was on Facebook, and they have ads every once in a while for different things, and I never click on them. Mm-hmm. But I read one of them, and it intrigued me, so I decided to look up what the format it said it was you could find on, which is Webtoons. Mm-hmm. And it has tons of different web comics in varying categories. And I was like, oh, this one looks kind of okay. Oh, no, I don't like it. Oh, this one looks right. Oh, I don't like it. I probably have about 25 now. Mm-hmm. But I've only probably read about 20 of them, and I'm only in love with about 15. Okay. And one of them is called Assassin Roommate. It is so awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is. You have to look it up yourself. But my absolutely favorite one of all of them is Miss Abbott and the Doctor. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love so much. She does a gender bent episode every once in a while. So good. And it's in like coloring pencil. It's not in color. Yeah. It's in like the light blue and the purple and the black color pencil like that you would use to create. And I didn't even notice. She comments in one of the episodes. She said, sorry that it's not in color. I'm like, it's not in color? Oh my God, it's not in color. <laughs> so drawn in that I didn't even realize. <laughs> it's just that good. And there's that's, one that's called Have You Any Fear? I've only read one episode because it's scary. <laughs> and every time I want to read it, it's late at night, and I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I have some fear. Okay. That's what I would like to discuss. What is your biggest fear? Now, this is my thing. Now, is that people on the have, I don't know. People have fears. People are afraid of spiders. And sharks and snakes and heights and you know what I'm talking about. All those fears, okay? Okay. I don't have one. We've talked about this multiple times. We've gone through the list of things that people are afraid of. Mm -hmm. I don't have one. And I don't like that. I feel like I should have something that I am afraid of. Like genuinely afraid of. Not like sitting in a shower shaking as the water comes down me afraid of like trauma but i mean i should have some type of a fear you do have one we talk about this every time and every time the answer is no you uh you are afraid of losing me that doesn't count that's because i love you yes that's you and me together that's not something that's just me the fact that you actually had cried after waking up from a nightmare of losing me i don't know what you're talking about I really don't. Yes. Not ringing any bells. What's that face? (laughs) That's my bullshit face. That was because I was traumatized by the dream. This has nothing to do with you. But that's that that in that. That's not a fear fear, though. Okay. That's not a fear. Okay. What I'm trying to find. What what definition is an internal fear? Okay. Okay. Like my mom, she's terrified of sharks. Okay. She'll watch shark movies and she'll watch shark shows. Okay. But she will not go in water that could potentially have a shark in it. Okay. Okay? Her best friend when they were younger was terrified of snakes. Mm -hmm. Even the hint of a snake, a fake snake, and she would throw up. Okay. She couldn't watch them on TV. She couldn't see them. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. What we have is an emotional bond and I blame you. (sighs) I'm too attached. Mm -hmm. And it's because he's so awesome. If he sucked... This wouldn't be a problem. Like your ex. Which one? (laughs) Which one? They all suck. Okay. Hence the reason they're exes. Uh No, my point is, 
I need to find an internal fear, and I don't have one. What are you afraid of? Actually, you do have a type of fear, but you view it almost as normal. Hmm. You are a, uh, you have a fear of not knowing ahead of time. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Because. I don't like surprises, man. Yeah. I don't like playing jump scare video games. I don't like when the music is telling you the wrong thing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's the calm music and all of a sudden you just got killed by an enemy. You don't like it when I hand you stuff saying, eat this. And I'm like, eh, no, what's in it? Yeah. What's the base chemical creation of this? I have something to drink. Baby, do you want a sip? No. No. I need all the facts. You have That's to be, very good. I'm controlling. You, you uh, I have a fear of being you get out of a, control. You get a you get a call from work and they say you have to come in. I need to know why before I go in. And I need to know why I need to go in and I need to know what I need to bring with me. That and what? Who you working with. Yeah, I like to know who's there. So I can control the day. Yep. That's pretty good. Meanwhile... See, that's how you see... It's hard to... That's how... Why, that's how, It's hard for you to see into your own self, but it's easy for the person you spend the most time with to pick up on your things. That's why it's f- hard for me to explain a lot of my own things. Yeah. Like me, I... Yeah, I definitely need to I, be in control. Like, when I do the budgeting, I need to know down to the set. I need yeah. to know... Everything about why, everything. Why, why, why did this number happen? Where does this number come from? Yeah. Why does this exist? Yeah. You know, it's, that's probably why I don't drink or do drugs. Because that complete loss of control does not work for me. Well... Does that make me a little OCD? Yes. No? Look at this apartment. No, no. It actually is a form it's of It's a form post. of it? Yes. It's just not the form people think of, like, the compulsive cleaning. Can I get that? Can I order that? Because this place is a mess. <laughs> I always said it would be great we, if I had a tiny I, we have, of that. Uh, we have, uh, both have full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. And we're married to the person we love the most. Yes. Bed. Yes. Bed is we, really the only thing keeping us together. Uh, bed, they are very good to us. That's why uh, in, in, our, in every relationship, there's always uh, three points of love. You, the person you love. The thing you love the most. Bed. Bed. We love you, bed. We love you, bed. (laughs) I stand by my statement. When you're married or when you're in a serious relationship, you fight over common things. Money. Money. Sleeping arrangements. Okay, yep. And outside instigators. Okay. Okay. Now, money is always a problem because, I mean, not for us because I do the budgeting and that's that. The, this is more of a and social... And that sits to my control. This is more of a social aspect. But see, that's if you want something. I'm like, okay, let me see if we can get it. Oh, we can get it? You're yours. If not, you're smart enough to know I'm not lying to you and telling you, oh, we can't get this thing just because I don't want you to have it. We can't get it. And number two... Or yes, we can get it. Go ahead. And number two, um, I have I have been uh, raised to the belief that... Um, um, me as a man, uh, shit, why am I trying to explain? Uh, people view relationships right now when they view bad relationships. What they're actually viewing is, uh, not allowing themselves open up to, uh, be free from expectations. Oh, of your gender or your sex. They, they, uh, when someone view, wants a relationship, what they want is certain expectations. They want the idea of a relationship. They don't want a real relationship. They they want the they want to meet the idea of a relationship that will be a pleasing to other people. Yeah, like oh, your people go and they lie about like what their spouses do, do or don't do because they feel like they tell the truth. Like people will judge it or whatever. I don't give. Yeah, you. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm happy. Okay. And that's all that matters. Speaking of happy, I think this is a time for a advertisement break. Two minutes of on-air silence so you can cut in an ad later. 
Yeah. But You're going to go get the laundry? Yeah, I'm going to go That's do... love. I'm going to do uh, get the laundry Is it right in now. the dryer? Yep. Okay. So. so I'm supposed to be quiet for two solid minutes. I got it. It's at 20... <laughs> it's almost at 26 exactly. It's a 2558. Okay. I'm trusting you... Falsely trusting you in not saying anything. For two minutes. For two minutes. Right now it's at 2610. So 2810. Okay. I'm worried about it. I have a comic to read. Hi, that's my brother Mason, the Grand Slam Williams. And that's my brother, Luke V. Slightly less than a Grand Slam, Williams. We're brothers. And inventors. Every Thursday, we invent something brand new before your very ears on our podcast, Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. Like one time we made a board game. And uh, we did a card game, too, that's similar, but it's not always games. Yeah, yeah like we did uh, breakfast cereal. And, and a toilet, too. Uh, and we invented a vegetable. <laughs> sort of. So, hey, check out Hey, I've Got an Idea Show wherever you get your podcasts or at HIGAIShow.com. Put it in your ears. (sighs) And it's been two minutes. Okay, laundry's up. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. Um, our format and relationships. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, You need to breathe a little bit from the stairs. I am getting fat. Getting fat. Um, what I think our format is is that uh, um, I pitched you ideas. You then questioned me about the ideas and how they would fit, but that's that's not something that I can exactly exa- ask of you each time. True. So, uh. Wanna go to the Ask FM? We, uh, that's part of the, uh, format, is that pitching ideas with you leaves, uh, leaves the title open up so that way it's not only inventions, but concepts such as social, uh, interactions, stuff you want, general. Ideation. Okay. Um, how, um, um, recently I bought a small little notebook. And what I'm going to have to do is go back to each episode, record down all the production notes on it, and then use it, uh, to record, uh, all the stuff so that way I can post it on multiple websites Instead of relying on uh, services like uh, uh, Crowdfire, because even though I do like Crowdfire, because it posts posts for the best time on uh, uh, for did that hurt? Love it. <laughs> um, it it posts during the times that I'm not awake, <laughs> mm-hmm. and when the people is when's the best uh, time to post it. Yeah. For other people to listen. Um, this will help me also keep track of uh, what ideas I have talked to you about. And later, when I, uh, considering that I'm doing uh, three ideas now, yeah, it also gives me time to then post on Patreon uh, the my invention. Uh, form. I made a form that literally allows people to record down inventions uh, for usage, uh, gen- uh, drawing out the general co- uh, concept of it, uh, on how it's built, and then giving five questions 
on uh, different topics like uh, what markets you go going for for it. So that way... Uh, so it's basically a template. Yeah, a template for generally asking for that. So that way I can post each individual idea as their own ide- ideation form. That's good. Give it more of an explanation than I'd actually given you. True. So you broke another screen protector, huh? Yes. This time he doesn't know how, so I guess I can't actually be mad at him. It was in his pocket when he started work, and he was hustling hard because he got there, and they threw a whole pile of work on him and didn't even let him clock in. And... No, I clocked in right away, but they they threw me basically about 16 tons of work on me uh, as I was trying to clock in. Mm Mm-mm. Like, oh, we saved all this all day here. Almost. Do it. Yeah, almost like that. That's what it's like when I get to work. Yeah. Like, oh, we still... Oh, my God, I didn't make tomatoes. <laughs> Kathy's going to kill me. You didn't make tomatoes? No. I forgot. I pulled and rotated the sausage. I... What does she do? Kathy... Is it going to impede her work for the rest of the day? Her personal work? No, she doesn't make food. Okay. She stays her ass up front, but she could complain about it all day. So she's not actually... I... The, the line was full. So she likes delegating all the work to other people. She thinks that's her job. No, she likes not doing anything and then complaining when nothing gets done. <laughs> oh, okay, my boob just popped out. Yes. <laughs> You're so bad. All right. You want to do the Ask FM? Sure. All right, sweetness. That and uh, each time you do ask a question, and I write down uh, the question on that, so that way I actually transcribe transcribe our answers to the Ask FM, causing more of a market uh, advertisement. Super duper. Yes. What do you dream about? Me? Yeah, I'm asking you that. Uh... Uh, a continued future with you. <laughs> oh, shit. A part-time job. That's where... husband points right there. <laughs> a part-time job where I get to do some manual labor without really thinking. And then coming home and doing a my own part-time job of either doing my uh, free plasticity forms for education, uh, frac blots. Writing for books and comics, or web comics, and then mixing it up with our doing our podcast. I I, I dream about fighting spaghetti. It's what? a long, arduous battle, but I fought, <laughs> and I am now the leader of the spaghetti pile. <laughs> Guess that's two ways you could take the question. Yep. Do you have allergies for food or flowers? I do not, that I know of. I may have an allergy, but nothing really has been a problem with me. Mm-hmm. Except, wait, wait, cardboard. Are you allergic to cardboard? No, but I did have a reaction to it. Remember I wasn't feeling good for a few days after I bit into that cardboard? You didn't bite into it, you ate it. Yes. Completely, and that doesn't count. Allergies? Um... I don't have any food allergies, at least not that I know of. I'm a really picky eater, so I probably wouldn't find out if I had one anyway. But I am actually allergic to deodorant. Oh, yeah. To neosporin. Yep. And to Band-Aid tape. Now, I do still wear deodorant. I just have to buy a more expensive brand that doesn't have the particular ingredient in it that the most I'm commonly produced uh, chemical in deodorant right. so that is the one I can't use. Yeah. Uh, I can't use Neosporin. If I use it, I'll actually get an infection. Uh. And it's really bad. I I just trust my body to heal itself. And for the most part, it does just fine. Mm-hmm. Um except for a certain one. That doesn't count. Okay. Um and I'm allergic to band-aid tape. Like, if I wear certain kinds of Band-Aid adhesive, I'll get a rash. Weird, right? Yeah. Okay, next one. Have you gotten any outstanding achievements in your life? Yeah, load up the PS4. I got so many trophies in there. <laughs> what is your most pro- uh, 
a proud achievement to get uh, that you can think of off the top of your head? You. Uh, something more important, like in the video game. <laughs> oh, I have a really good video to show you. Can you, I can you describe it to me? Because so that way, I am a very not patient person, and I don't like doing tedious things in real life. That's not true. I sew purses this on felt. I make jewelry that's tinier than my fingernails. Mm-hmm. But I don't like doing tedious things in video games. So, in the back of the black market in Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. Okay. Death to the Outsider. I so, do that wrong every time. Yeah. It's the third Dishonored installment. There's a black market shop. Okay. Okay. And there's whale oil tanks in the back. And that's a form of powering their equipment. Yeah. After taking out the black market owner and mm-hmm. looting the shop, I proceeded to fill every single one of them with whale oil. This is probably about 20 plus tanks because there was five in the machine, that six on the tedious. wall, three on the floor, and one in the container. It's 20 things. And I had to pick them up, put them in the machine, load them, take them out of the machine, gently put them on the floor so they didn't explode. Put another one in the machine, pulled the handle again. 20 times. Filled the entire room with tanks of unstable, explodable whale oil. Then I left. I went down the hall, outside, to the back entrance of the black market, to that grate, and I shot them. And the whole fucking room exploded. (laughs) It was so bad, it messed up the speakers. It was like, (laughs) and then it finished. (laughs) <laughs> like, it was such a loud and over-the-top noise that the system froze almost and didn't even understand how to compute what I did. So I kept that video. And then I redid it again because I had loaded the save right before I shot it. Yeah. So I reshot it again. I wanted to shoot it with the Hag Pearl, but it didn't have enough power behind it to make it explode because that would have been cool. Yeah. So I loaded it again, and it wasn't as bad. It was still loud and huge and amazing, yeah. but it didn't make as much of a bad noise like i was like what it was the best thing i've ever done in my life (laughs) it was so awesome because it had to go through all that effort to create the explosion yeah but no you almost broke the game i did almost break i was worried for a second because it like it stopped and it just the noise just kept going and then it (laughs) it was so bad and when i re-listened to it i'm like oh god i thought the speakers were gonna explode but no seriously my outstanding achievement is definitely you Achievement. Like, by far. Okay. I love apples. What do you love? That's the question. That's that's the question. It's, the, it's what you're reading right now. That's what I read word for word. You don't like I apples. Love ap- I love apples. You love them? I love apples dash what do you love. I love apples. They're good with peanut butter. Uh, I'm assuming it means like a food item, but okay. you can branch. Because it says I love apples, and you kind of... That's setting the precedent for what you want to say. Uh, you know what I love? Mm. Oh, no. I want to say that uh, your uh, bacon, the bacon potato omelets. Oh, the bacon potatoes and eggs? Yeah. Those are good. Another food item that I'm thinking of is uh, tater tot lasagna. Which I've never made you. It's not lasagna, but it's made of tater tots. It's a layered breakfast thing with tater tots as the noodle base. Tater tots, uh, cream Squished of cheese, up tater tots. Uh, cream of cheese, uh, cream of mushroom soup. Hence the reason I've never made it. Peas, uh, and there's corn mixed in, so it's layered all together like that. So it's basically a casserole made from leftovers. Yes. Okay. Babe, we have these uh, tater tots in the freezer that have a little bit of frostbite on them, this old can of corn, and I have some peas and some cheese over here. Sounds Sounds good. good. Such a dude. (laughs) Uh, This is a no. Do you eat healthy food? No. 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 You do drink water. Although it did say eat. What's the healthiest thing that you eat? Uh, Peanut butter and wheat. That's disgusting. The healthiest thing that I eat, I'll let you know. The closest thing you have is air. Yeah. Eh. (laughs) You only had one shot of it. 
I do take in a good amount of protein. Yes. You're such a slut. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good moisturizer. <laughs> who is dear to you? Junior. I wonder who. Junior. Junior. Pumpkin. Come here. Those are our cats. I hate them. Uh... Especially, oh, this is dumb. Especially when Pumpkin is trying to... Uh, Get between us? Yes. Yeah. Which movie do you consider most romantic? The Notebook, Titanic, P.S. I Love You, or Fifty Shades of Grey? That's the actual question. Let me see that shit. I'm not kidding. It says it all the way. It's the last question on the list. You uh, sent me that photo. That's not even the full list. Oh. Uh, The Notebook, P, uh, Titanic, P.S. I Love You, or Fifty Shades. Uh, and why? I have not seen The Notebook. Really? I've, I've seen Titanic. Yeah. I'm not really feeling Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, and P.S. I Love You. I think I've seen it. You have. Because I made you watch it. But out of all those, I've only seen Titanic. Alright, well here's my take. Fifty Shades is not a romantic movie. At all. So just cut it that is a up. It is a erotic discovery movie. But it's not romantic. Yeah, it's where you find... He basically says he's not a romantic. Yeah. Like he might like her, but that's because she lets him do what he wants. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's where she discovers... Uh, she likes a little spanking. Um, uh, not quite. That was uh, a joke. I know. Um, what, I'm, what I'm assuming from what the... Whatever... What I've seen online and... We should be clear. We haven't actually seen the film. We have not seen Fifty Shades of Grey, but... What really... What I think it really boils down to is that uh, she discovers something... That is unique to her, and she even feels empowered by that. Anyway. Um, Titanic is not romantic. Because being forced into life or death situations is obviously going to make you take chances you wouldn't have taken otherwise. Yes. Was she feeling cloistered by her parents' expectations of marrying him? Yes. But if they would have made it all the way to America on that boat... They never, she never would have hooked up with what's his face. Yeah. Because there'd been no, there would have been no pressing need to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no, that's not romantic. Um. The only, the only people I can think of that is romantic, that is close to us, is, uh, uh, date night. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That shit was dumb, but it was funny. Okay, the notebook. The notebook is not romantic. Now I don't want to hear no shit about this. Okay. Okay. In the notebook, they hate each other. Yes. They hate each other at first sight, and eventually, that hate becomes love. That's like they, they 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 fight. They're too similar. Blah 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 blah. They. It's romantic at the end. Hmm. And it's romantic at the beginning. The beginning of the movie is actually the end. Okay. And then they show how they became a couple. Okay. Because at the beginning of the film, you see this old guy and this old woman, and she doesn't know who he is, but you can tell he knows who she is. Yeah. And she is Alzheimer's, so she forgot all about him. Yeah. And so he rereads her their story until she remembers him, even that if it's only a, for a minute. That is a nice framing. Right. Until she remembers him just long enough for them to share a dance, and then all of a sudden she has no idea who he is again, and it breaks his heart. And that's why that part of the film is romantic, but all the rest of it's crap. They treat each other like shit, and they don't have good on-screen chemistry. The book might be better, but it does specify movie. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the film, they end up back together. They're in a nursing home. He doesn't need to be in there, but he's in there to spend time with her because she doesn't know who anybody is. Now, her grandchildren and her children came to visit, and he told her that they were his grandchildren and children, which is technically true. Yeah. But the grandchild ran over and hugged her, and while she hugged the tiny child, because, you know, why not, she had no idea who they were. And at the end of the film, sorry for the spoiler, they... Spoiler! If you you don't want to know what the end of the uh, movie is... Don't listen for the next minute. Yeah. So, she gets sick 
Well, she's old, but she's she's dying. Yeah. And they end up in bed together, and they die together. And she does remember him before she goes. So it's very Captain America and Carter sad moment where they're talking about stuff, and all of a sudden she's like she just saw him for the first time again. Yeah. It's so bad. Okay. Um, so that leaves P.S. I Love You. P.S. I Love You is a very romantic movie. Uh, in the film, the... Please, if I have seen it, hopefully you'll refresh my memory. Spike's in it. Um, okay. The couple are together, and they're fighting over, you know, regular marriage stuff, and they live in a small place in New York, and, okay. He gets sick. Mm-hmm. He gets cancer. And so, he they know he's dying, but they're fighting it. Okay. And he dies. And the whole story is actually him talking to her from beyond the grave. Not as a ghost, but through letters that he sent up once he figured out he was a, sick. A dead man switch. Right. Letters keep getting delivered to her to help her through the grieving process because his death was expected, Mm -hmm. but it's still hard. So he's telling her, like, babe, go shower. Seriously, you stink. Because he knows her well enough to know. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, you need to find a new job. You need to find something you love. You know, Vampire Hunter does not count. (laughs) And you can see it on her list of things as one of the jobs. So he sent her, I don't know how many, let's say a dozen letters. Mm -hmm. They keep getting delivered over the year. After he passes. And so you get to see a peek into the relationship. And she's talking to him as if he's there, but he's not there. Mm -hmm. And we get to see how they met. And she goes back to Ireland where they met. And she finds some other guy and they sleep together. And then she feels really bad about it. But this is obviously after he passed away. Yeah. And the guy that she slept with actually knows her husband. Uh, They were friends. They were mates Hmm. in a band together. And that's how they met. And he says something to her that, don't worry, he wouldn't mind... Uh, if we shared or something like that. And she smacked him, <laughs> but he chuckled because that's exactly what her husband would have said. Yeah. And so basically it's his way of helping her grieve even though he's gone. So he selfish, selflessly took the time within his last months to write these letters and have them delivered to her so that she could grieve with him there. Mm-hmm. And she can't figure out who's sending the letters. And, like, she gets a birthday cake from him and all kinds of stuff. And eventually it ends up being her mom. Her mom is the one who agreed to help him. Even though him and the mom never really got along, Yeah, she did what she could to help him. So it helps her move on. So it's a mm-hmm. very romantic film. The other ones can suck it. Um, so now that we're done with the Ask FM questions, I have a question for you of my own. Okay. Completely separate from the Ask FM. Okay. Would you like to do a uh, kind of like a newlywed uh, part uh, for each podcast? I don't know. Can you handle the stress? Uh, maybe. Okay, let's let's do one of those. What's something I always lose? Something you always lose. Besides the obvious, uh, what you always lose is uh, your uh, pajama pants. That's true. I never remember where I put them, which is ridiculous because <laughs> they're brightly colored. Yes. I was going to go with bobby pins. Was that the obvious one? And no. hair ties? Nope. The That's mo- my obvious. No, the obvious one was the one we keep on hinting at in each episode. Oh, you're so not going to live through the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Shiesty. Okay, now you get to ask me a newlywed question. Even though we're not actually newlyweds. Well, technically a lot of people mistaken us for still newlyweds. That's because we don't hate each other. We do. We Okay. We hate each other so hard. No, no. <laughs> we hate each other. I hate that we didn't get the soda. I hate you the least. <laughs> <laughs> I love you as much as I'm capable of loving anyone. <laughs> okay, ask me. <sighs> I put you on the spot. Okay. I'm going to kick this thing off. Um, I haven't played the newlywed game, so tell me what format of a questions are usually no, newlywed for, uh, questions. That's your question? No. Or you want me to fill you in? I want I've you only to... played it once. It's dumb stuff like that. Stuff that you, stuff that you expect the other person to know about you automatically, and if they don't, then you get to be mad about it. Okay. That's what we're going to do today? We're fight? <laughs> That's what it is. That's basically what it is. Like, if I was to ask you what's on my, my, my nightstand, that's, like, one of the questions. Because you should know that about your other p- person. Yeah. What's my most used app? You know, dumb stuff like that. Okay. 
That's what the questions are. Questions that should be obvious, but they're not sometimes. What is my third favorite type of food? Like, dumb stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so let's go with the nightstand one. So I'm a nightstand, honey. Uh, I give you permission to be honest. Lube. Yeah. Wrapped in a paper towel because if that shit falls over, it'd be leaking. It leaks all over. Why I don't, don't understand why, don't, why it leaks. Why, why don't they have, like, really Why didn't we containers? put it in a better bottle? Yes. Mostly because we always lose it. Because we're in the moment. And then I'm like, wait, where You know what we should do? I had it on a string thingy where, you know those things you have for, like, That's your cards? Where you take it and you click it and it goes back to your belt. I had it attached to one of those, but then we cleaned the room and now it's not attached to that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we probably need some type of uh, clicker to go with it. so Or, we... like, a magnetic base so it'll go back into the one spot on the table. No, no. So that way we can just go, where are you? Where are you? Get one of those little t tablet finders where you check your phone and it shows you where the lube is. How did yes. you get in the kitchen? What are you doing in there? Meow. Yeah. Meow. Basically. Okay, anyway. What's on my nightstand? Lube. Uh, a thing to help you uh, keep your phone upright. It's another phone. <laughs> it is. It's your older version phone. It's my older phone. I hate that phone. It's a Windows phone, and I hate it. And so I use it combined with the kickstand that's in the back of this phone mm -hmm. to hold my phone up so I can watch your sleepy time videos. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's go with that's what I'm watching. Um, you, okay, so now you used to have Barbara. She's moved over because she was taking up too much space. Yes, we won't tell you what that is. Uh. Okay, that's enough. Ask me my newlywed question. Something that you should know about me. It should be obvious, mm -hmm. but not frequently asked mm -hmm. or given. Something that I should inherently know about you because we're married. Uh... You already know my food preferences. <laughs> you already know my sleeping preferences. Mm -hmm. Why do I want to sleep at a certain time? Why do you want to sleep at a certain time? I would have to say it's probably because... You're attempting to create a sleep schedule so that you don't feel like rolled over garbage when you have to go to work. Okay, yeah. Now, you work third shift, so that's a, that alone is a difficult schedule because everything's happening during the day, which is when you need to sleep. So, it's like, do you come home and sleep in the morning as soon as you get home from work and then stay up like four or five hours before going to work, which is what most people do? Mm -hmm. Or do you stay up in the morning when you get home and spend your whole morning out here in the living room, and then go to bed right before work, which is what I do. But since our schedules are so different, we never actually get to see each other. Yeah. So I selfishly want you to stay up and spend time with me, and you're like, please, God, no, I need to sleep. Was mm -hmm. that the question? Yes. Was that the answer? Yes. Okay. All right, let's do another one. Um... <sighs> What do I want from our marriage? This. Yeah. <laughs> just even if even if it's not it's not even just, if we're together separately. It's not the podcast. No. It's not being me being creative. Oh, uh, it is nice. It's not you. Uh, like this. It's the aesthetic of us doing things together. Yes. Because I love you. Even if it's something as banal as laundry. Because it's it's it goes back to the sleep thing where I'm tired as all hell. I want... My body is literally telling me... Shutting down. Go to fuck to sleep. And you're just like, babe. I thought you were going to spend time babe, with me today. Babe. Uh, I'm selfish, I, I know. Um, this is why I don't really want children, because I'm selfish with my time, and I like to do what I want to do when I want to do, not have to be woken up or forced to do things that are against my 
particular ones. Oh, fuck. Now, I make a... You say I that... I make... You say that with the resentment, but you, once you are faced with those trials and tribulations... I would just change things. You you would embrace it like oh, a no, motherfucker. I know. <laughs> I know I say it like that because I'm never going to actually get to have children, so it's my way of pretending that I'm okay with what's taken out of my control. It all comes back to my ability to control my situation. You can control not getting pregnant, but you can't control getting pregnant. Yeah. Not really. Mm-hmm. My hand's all sweaty because it's my boob. That and me with my... Uh, armchair psychology uh, uh, mentalities going, uh, thinking about this back to when your mother would do stupid stuff and you just want to take control of the situation but you don't have the authority Right, so then I get stuck cleaning up the fallout when she's done being an idiot. Yes. And that happens all all the time. Not only that, but with the old, uh, with also your other siblings. Not all your siblings. No, just most of them. Just most of them that were you... They Somehow keep, I get stuck cleaning up the mess. You keep on... You get, uh, you get stuck and cleaning up I'm the so mess. And because I'm so heavy-headed. That and things never turn out in your favor. Do you think? So when you want to be in more control, which... I, Is my thing. Which I allow you... For your sake Aww. and my sake, <laughs> <laughs> and the safety of the world. Um, it's not so much you were being vindictive or being toxic. It's just that over time you've been in, ingrained to need to feel comfortable being in control because I'm going to have to fix it later anyway. Why don't you just let me do it the first fucking time? Yes. Do you want me to go make you Does a... my hair look pretty? Do you want me to go make you a taco right now? No. Why? Because I'm just going to have to remake it. Yes. That's is... a whole different thing, though, because I'm really a picky eater. And as much as I appreciate the effort of other people going through to make food for me, I'm not going to eat it. Oh, here's another format to our uh, podcast. Hmm. You wanted to tell, invent a fetish. Oh, yeah, that's right. But that's a whole podcast, though. Not, like, an add-on at the end. You, you don't want to do... Like, I haven't had time to think about it, either. You want to do... You know what I do want to do? This is what I wanted to tell you. I want us to do one where we play a game of Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Where we read out what we find, because that would be an interesting game. Now, do you want to do a Cards Against Humanity where the questions are given, or do you want to do something where it's, like, we... Make our own cards. No, I want to play with the actual game cards. Okay. Like, I just want to have a podcast version of the game. It's a really good game, and our sense of humor works really well with it. Mm-hmm. And it's quite twisted. We so act- I think it'll be fun to explain why we think this answer goes with this. That and uh, we can also introduce some of our uh, invented formats of playing the game. Yeah, we don't play it the way you're supposed to play it. Pumpkin, yeah. get your ass out of his face. Meow, 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 meow. That's a kitty cat. Apparently he doesn't understand what we're podcasting means. I guess that's why Kyle left, too, to go play Magic. He did. He is a professional Magic player. Right, I didn't even realize it had such a big cult following. <laughs> because I don't play it. I'm not against playing it. I'd like to play I just don't. And this is the thing. This is what I love. We're totally off topic, and it started over. Is it going to keep recording? It's re- keep it's recording okay. still. Um, this is what I like so much about it. As an adult, mm-hmm. I can do what I want. Yeah, you know, to a degree. And if I want to come home at three a.m. and play games, I can because mm-hmm. I'm an adult. Yeah, and I can do what I want. The only person who has to deal with the results is you. Exactly. And, and when I'm tired the next day and I can't breathe. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, oh God, why did I? Why did I play? But Fallout? no, I'm just like, well, that's my. I I earned this. Yes, <laughs> I earned the saggy eyeballs and the twitching and the rusty, like how sand gritty feelness and the fact that I just want to pass out. Like how some people feel that they need to have the hangover the next day. Yeah, like how I nodded off on the bus the other day. 
I was on my way to work and I was sitting in my chair and I was literally nodding off. <laughs> That's funny. Alright, so we're over an hour now. Okay. Are we going to do anything else with it? You have an, the closing? Yeah, I have the closing right here. Okay. Do you want me to give it this time since you did last time? Oh, out loud. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read the actual paper, not what I interpret the paper is supposed to be. Give thanks. <laughs> you can find out more things at miterbump.com. If you have any question, you can ask on Twitter at twitter.com slash miterbump. And to support this podcast, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wait for it, miterbump. Thanks again. Thanks. Tune in next week for more ideas. No, seriously, thanks. Thanks, guys. We appreciate if you actually listen to us, and if you don't, then you're not hearing this, and then we don't have to be embarrassed about thanking nobody. Um, well, you don't know because you don't handle the social network of it. No. No, no I don't. don't. No. Stress-free. Yes. Can I play Dishonored now? Yes. Yay. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Wait, 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 wait. What? Who are you? I'm Miterbump. And I'm Mrs. Miterbump, and you've been listening to... Pitching Ideas with Wifey. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. That has to be on there.